Welcome to Damsels in Dialogue, a podcast dedicated to female protagonists in fiction, film, and the stage. Co-hosted by Katie Zutter and India Marie Paul. Here at Damsels in Dialogue, we support the LGBTQ plus community in all women because trans women are women. For our second season, we have wands at the ready and we'll be discussing the women of the wizarding world. This episode, we dive into the twisted past of the Longbottom family and the infamous and noble House of Black. We are deep in the spooky season now, and yes. <laughs> along with that, obviously us talking about the wizarding world mm-hmm. will definitely inspire people to want to purchase things that live in that world. However, we would love to support small mm-hmm. LGBTQ plus owned businesses like the yes. one we have today. So we are being sponsored today by Z-Bomb Shop Creations. You can find them at Etsy. The shop is Z-Bomb Shop Creations and also on Insta at the same at Z-Bomb Shop Creations. They make resin art. My mm-hmm. personal favorite is their keychains. So you can nice. get some lovely keychains based on whatever, you know, house you're feeling of the generic wizarding school. Yeah. So <laughs> oh, I love I love the little uh, I got one of those bookmarks and they're flexible but sturdy and I'm very excited about it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, big fan. They have other things too, but those are just my favorite. I think they look so pretty. Yes. But yeah, so thank you for supporting our podcast today, Zibam Shop Creations. Mm-hmm. And today we have quite quite a few women to get through. Yeah, it's a very entwined past between these two families, specifically with some of the sisters and the daughters in this, in these, the Longbottom and the Black families. We got some some nastiness between them, but we'll talk about them separately mm-hmm. to start, and we can start with the Longbottoms. We only really have two main women of the Longbottom family in the book series, and we have Alice Longbottom and the infamous Grand Longbottom, which is Augustus, <laughs> Augusta, Augusta, Augusta. Grand. Yeah. <laughs> grand. I always, I can. Oh, it's. I think her name is said like once or twice. So I. Oh, it's always Grand. To it's me. literally just Grand. It's just Grand. Yeah. And like everybody, I love that everybody just knows her as Grand. Yeah, it like, feels like the person. Like who when would he want says that. Grand, everyone's like, "Yeah, that's." I, I know who that it's is. Grand Longbottom. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For their their relationship and how they're related to each other is Grand is mother-in-law to. Yes. And obviously, when we meet Gran, she is raising Neville. Mm -hmm. And that is how she is introduced. You meet her first in book one as they're getting on the train. That's right. And literally, she's like, oh, Neville, because he has literally lost his toad. toad. And you can tell with how that is written that, like, this this is, like, every day. a daily occurrence that <laughs> she has to deal day. with. It's not even – she doesn't say it in a forced yell, angry. It's yeah. just – here we go again. Yep. <laughs> yep. And as we get into her, you really see she is a strong and powerful witch. Yes. And her son is a very powerful wizard. Mm-hmm. And the woman that he marries is a very powerful w- witch. So, uh, you know, you kind of get it that mm-hmm. she, she loves Neville. There is no question that she does not love him. It's yeah. just a lot of, oh, my, my oh, dear yes. grandson Neville, <laughs> you know? Yes, a little, oh, honey. (laughs) Bless his heart. (laughs) And that is, I love that we aren't even introduced to the idea of a squib yet. Like, like she doesn't even give him the opportunity to be a squid. She literally thinks 
that he was a muggle. Like that is yep. the word she uses to describe him in book one. Yeah. <laughs> when yeah. Neville's talking about it because they're all excited talking mm-hmm. about, you know, when they knew they would go to Hogwarts and everything. Yeah. And like he's from a very long line of pure blood, which like they're a very proud line of yeah, your bloods. And so <laughs> she literally thought he was muggle. She let him almost be drowned by one family member. Oh, that's um, right. Oh, and no. like multiple other family members like abused him minorly. Oh. And she was like, yes, let it happen. We need to see if he's a witch, a wizard or not. And then finally, when an uncle pushes him like off a balcony or something absolutely insane where he falls from a very high depth yeah. and he bounces. And that is when they're like, ah, it happened. And and you see Ooh. things like Harry at a very young age mm-hmm. has little things that happen to you. you uh, we talked about with Petunia, things like when he's little and they're trying to like shove sweaters on him and they don't fit. Neville, this was like a recent thing that they yeah. like shoved him off this wall and he like... like- out uh, of like a sec, like a very high window. Like it was. Yeah. Like, I think she's gonna scare it right out of him. Like I'm just right, scare right, the right. magic right out of you. And like, <laughs> lets everybody do it. And it's like she is not described as being one of the people who does things to him. Yeah, but you know she doesn't stop it. Yeah, so, she's like the guardian. Uh, she if if she right. said stop, the family would stop. Yeah, but no, 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 no. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, she's like the matriarch of the family. So. Yeah. Love that for her. She does yeah. cry. She is so happy that he has magic that she yeah. <laughs> cries for him. And I I get that because mm-hmm. when we learn later about what happened to her son and daughter-in-law, she desperately wants – she's very proud. She desperately wants to like pass on that line and yeah. continue this legacy she's built yeah. in a very different way than yeah. the family we'll be talking about later yeah i never really thought about just like the legacy mm-hmm. thing is really yeah. big in both it's of big these for her. families big deal for her. yeah mm-hmm. yeah and the they're both pure bloods the, yeah, the pressure is very different mm-hmm. the pressure is very different and you do feel pressure from yes. gran on yes. neville oh my gosh quite yes. a bit. oh my gosh yes <laughs> he is sent okay <laughs> so <laughs> so before he actually you see him getting a howler <laughs> yes it is mentioned in book two that he mm-hmm. gets a, he is the one who when he sees it and like Ron goes white faced. He's like, "Boy, you just gotta, you gotta do it. You gotta get it over with. You gotta, yeah. you just gotta do it. Yeah. You gotta rip off <laughs> the yeah. bandaid." You know? Because of course, which begs to think, he lived with her. Yeah. But before he got to Hogwarts, she sent him a howler. Yeah. Where was he? And what did he do? <laughs> he needed a howler. Yeah. Like, what? like was he was Ooh. with one of his many, many aunts and uncles? Because he has a huge family. Yeah. By the sounds of it. Like, they yeah. are never named. It's always, like, many uncles, my aunts, my yeah. family. Like, yeah. You know? So for him to to have received an howler from her before and not at Hogwarts. What are yeah, you doing? Yeah. Yeah. You could just send, like, a regular. You could just yell not, at him when he gets home. But, uh-huh. mm-mm. Is Trevor uh, Trevor number two? Yeah. Like, who knows? Oh, no. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We don't know. Like, yep. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and she does, I mean, she tries, you can tell that she tries to help him out, like, by sending him oh, yeah. a brawl and, like, trying yes. to set him up yes, for yes, success yes, 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 yes. as much as possible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is really beautiful that she gives him her son's wand. It's a really yes, beautiful yes. thing. Yes, and, and, yeah, and we can definitely... Yeah, unpack more of that uh, because it's just, yeah, it gets more important later. But it's, yeah, 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 no, there's there's so much for her that um, you don't really think about because she mm-hmm. is just like Gran. 
Neville's crazy grandmother that we talk about sometimes. But like when you really unpack her, she does have a full arc, which is mm-hmm. which is very interesting to me. You know, you meet her in book three in Diagon Alley and she is like yes. already telling off Neville. Already he's yeah. lost his book list. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Are you for real right now? He is clearly scared of her. <laughs> Not as scared of her as he is of Snape. True. But, but you know, doesn't yeah. want her to turn, doesn't want the mocker yeah. to turn into her either. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's interesting that, uh, doesn't he put Snape in Grand's clothes? So, like, there's an interesting he does. crossover. And that is, yeah, that is on the suggestion by Professor Lupin. He does suggest yeah. that, which, oh, that's right, when you think about it, is kind of a very sweet moment yeah. for them because Lupin was in uh, the Order of the Phoenix with mm-hmm. Alice and Frank. Yeah. So he knew them. Yeah. And he knew Gran. He would have known Gran. Yeah, that's really so interesting. He, yeah, he he knew them for a, you know, maybe not a super long time, but a, yeah. at least a couple of years while they were in that first wizarding war. Mm-hmm. So like he he knows them and he knows that. So it, it that was a really sweet moment for him. He's looking at Neville, we can assume that he's mm-hmm. looking at Neville not as Neville, but Frank and Alice's kid. Yeah. That that's he is true. helping that's which cool. Which yeah. is, makes it even more sweet when you think about how he handles that. Because Snape yeah. does lead off with like, oh, well, then like, huh, class is going to go terrible if you start with Neville. And, and Lupin very much is like, no, it's not. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that does, that's, yeah. that's a very, very sweet moment for for that and bringing up Alice into it that you can, mm-hmm. once again, that's an assumption. But yeah. it does make it very sweet. But that is very silly when he successfully, yeah. that is a very like power move for Neville when he puts... Yeah. Like Snape, Snape in Grand's clothes, yeah, and that is a. I mean, in the movies and oh, in the books, so good. That is just an A plus moment, yeah, and she's a great look. <laughs> neither of these characters are in the movies, so it is very nice to see at least that moment made it because it's yeah, gosh, A plus. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was very fun, and you just it it felt like oh, it's Grand Longbottom. Like, I don't know, it's just it's like it's the yep. every every Grand. I don't know. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in a different decade. And, yeah. and because witches and wizards naturally have a longer life. Yeah. Who knows how grand could be, how old she is at this yeah. point in time. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you can speculate things and go through, but there's never an actual age described. Yeah. But definitely how she dresses who knows? She could be as old as Dumbledore. You're not really old as sure. Dumbledore. She could have gone to school with Muriel. Like we just don't know yeah. where that. Yeah. yeah, you don't know. Is she is she Minerva's age? Is yeah. she Muriel's age? We're yeah. not sure. We're no, not. she's grand. That's all. Yeah, yeah she, she's grand. In this book, we do get uh, just to wrap up three real quick. We yeah. do get when he does receive a howler. Yeah, this is now as we know of the second howler, Grand. <laughs> Yeah, Neville. But this one's at school, and he he knows it's happening, and he takes it like a champ. He takes that and he runs yep. out of the hall. It tries yep. to open it in the hall. He try he try it does so hard. It doesn't work. But he yep. does try, and that's after you know he the password incident where he loses the yeah. passwords. But yeah, yeah, you know she she is not afraid to parent Neville. <laughs> you know, she Yo, yeah, she's not babying him, tell him at all. Like there is no. no like he's not getting away with anything. No. <laughs> like you definitely feel like it's love but that there's definitely not a, a bashfulness of keeping him in line the best she yes. can. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She definitely has high hopes and expectations yeah. for him. Yeah. But she never punishes him for yeah. his because she says it quite a few times in the the next couple of books. She mm-hmm. talks about how Neville is not as strong of a magic wielder as his mm-hmm. parents. But 
he is never punished for that. No, she never says that she's disappointed in him. She's still like, no. he, she, has, she has high expectations, but she's yes. not like making him feel like he's insignificant. No, it's it's yeah. always like she states it as fact. Yeah. If that makes sense. It yeah, is similar. She, she really <laughs> is like, very blunt about his ability. Yeah. And- yeah. It's, it's like very similar to how Minerva talks about him too. Yeah. Yes. You know, it's like not bashing him. It's just very blunt about that and going off of like what you had said india with her like blunt parenting if you will Um, (laughs) they're they're talking about they get to school they're talking about how fun the tournament was and like oh my god it's never in britain i can't believe it was so close we did all this stuff like wowie yeah and neville's like yeah grand didn't want to go so she didn't buy us tickets (laughs) i wrote yeah i wrote that down like she just didn't want to go, so there was no yeah, no like going. No thought. <laughs> like like just like I don't want to go, so you're not, not going. Like maybe we should get you a ticket to go with <laughs> no. someone. No, it's like I don't want to go, no. so we're not going. And you know they have money. Oh yeah, like, like an yeah. old wizarding family like that. Like yeah. you know they have money, so yeah. it just cracks me yeah. up. Yeah, that she just went. Mm, I don't want to go. So um, yeah. and there's also <laughs> the flip side of like she would have to go with him. Like yeah, if yeah. he went, like it's the she wants to go with him potentially not not she doesn't want to go but she would yeah. want to go with him to wherever they are going yeah i feel like she wants to be a part of you want to go so i'd have the to be there moments. now yeah yes. yeah yeah and she's like nah, this isn't one of them by we're not going yeah you have to imagine that she's still very protective because she could have very easily yeah. sent him with the weasleys or sent him with you know like oh it, yeah oh, with yeah. Uh, another family that i'm sure that they're mm-hmm. connected to but it wouldn't surprise the me thousands of uncles and aunts she has. yeah <laughs> yeah it wouldn't surprise me thinking about that if she is a little protective of who he gets to stay with or where he is mm-hmm. when he's out of her sight. Because, you know, right. she lost her son. Yeah. yeah, I could definitely say that as an underlying, maybe not realizing it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like she doesn't realize that she's keeping him a little close. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I could see that. Yeah. She does go on in this book. This is where we really start to see the next couple of books as we get to see a little bit more of her. But she does talk about how Neville needs to uphold the family honor. Yes. And this is where we start to see that that pressure yeah the to, legacy that she's trying to, to build yeah right well still yeah. helping him out you know day one yeah. everybody's getting their stuff for school yeah and uh he gets all the stuff he forgot day one because she knows him yeah and is already prepped day yeah. one she yep. already is like this is all of the shit you forgot yep <laughs> <laughs> oh wow well. i don't think she ever imagined having to do that for someone no. oh my gosh <laughs> no. she adjusted well i think she actually adjusted oh, quite yeah. well but yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely, yeah, no, I think she handled it very well. And this book, we do get to hear not from him and not mm-hmm. from her. We do get to hear from Dumbledore, I believe, yes. that his backstory, it is kind of a bummer yeah. that we hear it from Dumbledore. I kind of yeah. wish, because it's so little that we're given here, we just hear that Gran takes Neville to visit his parents, who we learn were heavily cursed yeah. um, into madness and that they don't remember Neville and and everything. Yeah. So we learn little bits, but I wish it wasn't from Dumbledore. And not that, I, I don't know, I just, I, I wish it was more, it would have yeah. made that more powerful later to yeah. see that and to have Harry like have the secret. Like I appreciate that he kept it, but for Neville's sake, I'm like, he, he made a choice not to tell anybody. And I do appreciate that Harry did not say anything. Yeah, I, I like that he kept it even from Ron and... Hermione, Hermione. Mm-hmm. but I, I wish that there at least was some kind of reconciliation of never revealing it to Harry. Yeah. Or like there is some kind where you hear about his mom from him because we get that his parents were really popular and liked, but it's not from yeah. him. It's not from Gran. It's from like the third no. party and it feels 
feels a little less impactful. I feel bad for Neville. But yeah. anyway, that's about Neville and not yeah. about the ladies. Something yeah. I did want to mention before we get on to book five, which mm-hmm. I was a little bit – I don't know if this was like f- the mistake. Yeah. Or, and I wanted to see if you had clocked this as well. Okay. So in book four, it is mentioned that they're both part of the Order of the Phoenix and mm-hmm. Frank is an Auror. It yes. says that she was not an Auror. But then later, it is but mentioned she- that they are both Aurors. Yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Right? right? Yeah. So, so okay. So that wasn't just me. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Great. Okay. Just want to like mention that. Where yeah, it's like, in my brain, they're both Some ors. inconsistencies. Yeah. But it's said she was not an or like her husband in book four. Huh. When it's, yeah. Something else to bring up, which is never mentioned again, but this is freaking devastating. This is the beginning to the, to the little foil of like her and Lily mm-hmm. being similar in this aspect. And there's lots of stuff with like, could it have been them? Could it have been Potters yeah. or Longbottoms? I mean, it's really, it was really who Voldemort chose yeah. in the moment. Alice was heavily cursed after they were done with Frank. Yes, I did write that down. Like which that, is terrifying. James was just boom dead. Yeah, and Lily didn't even see it. No, Lily like, wasn't was, even yeah. there. So for her to, because you know, Bellatrix made her watch. Like, oh, you for know. sure, for sure, watched every second of that. And like, where was Neville during this time? We don't know. We don't know if he was yeah. in the house or if this was they were on a mission. We yeah. Don't, we don't know. So Alice watched her husband go mad before her eyes. Mm-hmm. And then it was her turn. And then it was her turn. And that's enough to drive you mad without the curse. Yeah. So uh, for her to even, <sighs> for them to even be alive after that is yeah. impressive. Like yeah. that is incredibly impressive impressive and almost worse in book five you get Mm -hmm. moments of trying to figure out what it means when you do see her uh in the hospital yes that is that is ooh, yeah there's so much to unpack like what she's trying Uh, to do by giving him gum wrappers yeah clearly she clearly gives him a present and does does it a lot when i when I tell you to yes. look up fan art about <gasps> Neville yeah. and Alice, please, mm-hmm. pl- please, please, please do it. There are, I mean, have tissues ready, but it is devastatingly beautiful. Some of this yeah. fan art out there of his room wallpapered with gum yes. wrappers. There's uh-huh. some of him where it's like he doesn't have them up anywhere because Grand's like, oh, just get rid of it. So there's some of him like tucking them into a box that he keeps yeah. under his bed. There's yeah. like, there's different artwork of like the image of her giving him the wrapper, but then mm-hmm. like a superimposed image behind them of him, like of her hugging him and knowing him. Yeah. Like just, yeah. just look up that fan art because that yeah. one moment, which mm-hmm. is all we get, but it's yeah. the only moment that we meet Alice yeah. is where she walks out, does not speak. Mm-hmm. Gives him something and walks away. Yeah. And, um, not, and, and that Frank one doesn't moment come out. It's just no, her. It's just her. We do so, not. Yeah. It's it's the mothers. Mm-hmm. So that is the repetitive. Yeah. Arc. So yeah. Look, that moment has sparked so many beautiful mm-hmm. heart wrenching photos. So please. Yeah. Do yourself a good cry. Yeah. And it's, enjoy yeah. those. Yeah. It's just it's it was devastating. And I was so upset. When that wasn't in the movies, yeah, because it's yeah. such, it's such a powerful moment mm-hmm. for so many reasons, yeah, and it makes it makes specifically Bellatrix you Oof. fully understand how terrible she is, yeah, when when you know that scene exists, yeah, because without it, Helena Bomb Carter does a bomb job, yes, we love she does. that for her, yes, but like she's just crazy you, in the movies, you 
Right. You don't yeah. get the full yeah. impact Evil. Yeah. to see what she has done in her past. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Alice. Oh, yeah. the poor thing. Yeah. <laughs> and in that scene, you get you really get a great look at Gran and yeah. how amazingly oh my gosh, yeah. proud she is of what her in-law oh, yes. and son did. And that that yes. is extremely touching. Just how Oh it, yeah, like, she is so proud of them. Mm-hmm. To the point where she's I wouldn't say I don't I think upset is like a too strong of a word to say. Yeah. But she she's more of like shocked when she finds out that Neville hasn't told anybody. Yeah. Because she's like you're not proud of this? Look what they sacrificed for you. They're yeah. amazing. Yeah. And and not in a bad way, but in a look what they they've done for you. They are so strong. Yeah. And like you said, they're they're she's so mm-hmm. so proud of them. Mhm. And you can tell how much she loves Neville too. I mean, this is where she starts making those comments of like, yeah, but like you didn't you're have not, the same as your dad's talents. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, but the first thing she does is recognize Harry, mm-hmm. not as, hey, you're the chosen one. Yeah. She recognizes Harry as, oh, yes, you're Harry Potter. Neville speaks very highly of you. And then recognizes yeah. the Weasley family just because of the circles they're in and thinks they're good people. She mm-hmm. offers her hands to every single one of them to shake their hand. She recognizes Hermione and is like, yeah. ah, yes. You, you help Neville. Mm-hmm. Somebody who, me as a person, I feel that if people who are close to me, mm-hmm. if there is someone like, like India, if there are oh, people that oh. matter to you, <laughs> if I don't know them, yep. they still matter to me. Like yep. if they're important to you, mm-hmm. they are important to me and I will yeah. respect them and yeah. et cetera. So yeah. like that was, that hit me hard when she, mm-hmm. she spoke to them. Mm-hmm. In relation to Neville and not how yes. good they are separately. And I'm like, oh, yeah. you you care for Neville. You love yeah. him. Well, that he told it. Like she says, you he told me all about you. So he might be like yeah, writing her letters all the time. Like that's really <laughs> cute. That's really cute to think that she like gets updates from yeah. him about school right. or that they right. are in communication a lot. Like that's, that's right. really Can you sweet. imagine him because he also like goes home yeah. all the time. It's rarely mentioned that he's not for the holidays. Like that he stays stuff, yeah. at yeah, right. He usually goes home for the holidays. So it can you imagine her coming home, like him coming coming home to her and like, you know, you know they have a house elf. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like, Here's a big Pierce, snake Pierce and tea. Harry Potter went into the thing and Jenny Tell me thing. all about it, Neville. <laughs> and just like enjoying his yeah. his stories and, yeah. and how proud, because you know he's excited about how his friends are and you see yeah. that later. He has a very Luna aspect to him in his mm-hmm. love for his friends. And yeah. I love... I love just thinking about her enjoying listening about them through Neville, which is kind of, which is really, really cool. I love that she knows Hermione's name. I love yeah. all of that. It's she, really sweet to think about yeah. Neville getting to come back to her and tell her that he won the house cup for them with five points. That oh my gosh. really sweet. Yeah. That <laughs> moment makes me cry. So <laughs> like, I, can't, really I imagine her being very excited for that moment. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I want that scene of him just, like, getting to tell her yeah. that he got five points for Gryffindor and they won. Like, yeah. That's really what? sweet. I love that. Yeah. Oh. You know, there's there's more of her later, but uh, before mm-hmm. we keep going, I did mm-hmm. want to mention, I know we talked about this already, but mm-hmm. uh, she says matter-of-factly, and this is kind of how she says everything, like uh, mm-hmm. we mentioned, um, mm-hmm. how she states that Neville, yes. <laughs> Neville isn't as good at magic. Yes. You know, I love how proud that she says... And I, I wrote it down as a quote because I loved it so much. Mm-hmm. My son and his wife were tortured to insanity by you know whose followers. She states that she mm-hmm. does not sugarcoat anything. Nope. 
She just states it to yep. them in the hospital mm-hmm. as they're leaving as a fact. And that's not something that many people would be proud of and say like that with yeah. back straight looking yeah. right into your eyes. Yeah. And yeah. that says a lot about her character. It does. It's like there's no shame in it. There's no shame of the scars you get from doing good. Right. I, it's really beautiful. It's just a really it's, cool personality trait to have because it's a hard thing to talk right. about. And she oh just gosh, doesn't yeah. have any trouble talking about no, it. No, no. She, she has fully understood the situation. Mm-hmm. The way she talks about, oh, oh, Alice dear. Like, mm, what do you have there? Okay, give it to Neville. You know, yeah. take it and throw it out. Like, like, yeah. like it's very much... I feel She's like they do this the a motions. lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And and not in a bad way going through the motions, but this no. is like her duty. She's doing this and she she does love them. She does care for them. And she's proud. And yeah. I don't know. I, I, do, I do love that. It, it helps soften the blow mm-hmm. of what happens to Frank and Alice, I think. Yeah. A little bit yeah. of how, how much she justifies and is proud of them. Um, not that they did anything wrong. They no. were They're amazing, strong humans. Yeah. But- but it, it makes it like it warms your heart a little bit. It does. It, it turns it. It makes it feel like less of a tragedy. It is a tragedy, but it makes it oh, feel more course. like a heroic story yes. rather than just a tragedy, which yes. is a small distinction, but I think a very important one. Speaking of small distinctions and important yes. ones, yes. something that you had brought up that I, I wanted to mm-hmm. take a moment to unpack a little bit before yeah. we uh, get into the ending moments of Gran. Because as we go on, Alice, uh, we meet her in this book, and then uh, she is not. Yeah, we don't see um, her again. We don't see her again, which mm-hmm. is understandable. They live in St. Mungo's. Yes. Like, yeah. We find out in this book, as Indy had mentioned, that the wand that breaks in the Department of Mysteries was actually his father's. And he mm-hmm. says that, oh, Gran will be upset that I broke this. And he kicks it away. To talk about Gran in this moment they're all from old money. Mm-hmm. So you know, you know the Longbottoms have money. And yeah. so that was a definite choice mm-hmm. that Gran made to take her son's wand, who has no use for it, and to give it to Neville. I think she had lots of, she had high hopes and mm-hmm. expectations for him. And I just, the moment that she decides to give to him, that would be so beautiful to see of yeah. like, her in tears, so happy that he's bounced his way yeah. to safety. Yeah. And is like, oh my goodness, I can give him this, this yeah. piece of my son. That you can connect with magic that he's used. You can connect yeah. with something that connected to him. It's really beautiful. And it's tragic yeah. when it breaks, but it also is kind of a a huge turning point for Neville. Yeah. When he gets to get a new one. He gets one that chooses him. And not that yeah. this one did him dirty. No, no, but no. It's but just, it was... it's just not the same. Yeah. And he does do ma- – his magic does get better after that. Yeah. It's really – like in the beginning of book six, you get – Yes. Grand. Yes. <laughs> in the Daily Prophet, just like talking <laughs> about so how proud, proud she of is. Him. <laughs> it's so sweet. <laughs> and I love that she's – she once again is not being like, ah, uh, Yes. My, you know, he knows Harry Potter, Harry Potter, the chosen one, the chosen one who's like, no, no. She's like, Mm -hmm. he is a good friend of Harry's and he fought Death Eaters alongside Harry, which is true. She did not lie. No, but yeah. So proud. Yeah. She's proud of him. Yeah. Oh, and what he did. Not that he knows Harry. Yeah. Book six, the transition with Gran and Neville, it becomes less of expectations. And now he is the one she gets to be proud of for his actions, not what he could do. Yes. And, and I love yeah. this moment. There is a beautiful yeah. thing that, speaking of exactly what you just said, yeah. jumping off of that is McGonagall yeah. makes a comment 
because uh, you have this moment of he's like super super bombed mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. he wants, you yeah. know he uh really wanted to take her transfiguration because grand wanted him to mm-hmm. and minerva makes a comment of like but your charms owl yeah. is amazing like why don't you continue that and he's like oh grand thinks it's soft <laughs> yeah something that minerva says is uh it's time that she is proud of the son or the the grandson that she has and not the one that she wants or Mm -hmm. something along those lines. And that is so powerful of Minerva to say and Mm -hmm. is exactly the journey that Grant goes on from this point forward. Yes. And in that moment... Uh, (laughs) threatens to write a letter to Gran and remind her that just because she wasn't good at charms doesn't mean it's not worthwhile. Yes, she failed her owls. Just because she did not pass does not mean that it's not. Yeah, which also (laughs) says something about Gran and how she treats failure. Yeah. (laughs) I think really funny. Yes. And and you get the, like, at some point either she, like, went to school with Gran, knew Gran enough to know that she didn't pass her out right so like i don't know if they were in some kind of close relationship but it's funny she knows that it that it just cracks me up it's that was great i love that moment (laughs) yep oh goodness they're they're so funny um yeah uh neville does as much as he it is mentioned that they must talk they both kind of come together Mm mm-hmm into the seventh book and everything because mm-hmm. even up into the sixth book he makes neville makes a comment where he's like ah oh, i think grand would have would do anything to have you as a grandson harry yeah and that and that's not the case no but he doesn't realize that no he doesn't know, you know it yet he doesn't know it yet and much like minerva says i don't think she realizes she is very proud of neville but i don't yeah. think she understands the full capacity of how proud she is of him and how much she believes that he can carry on this Mm -hmm. strong family lineage you know um until that seventh book and the the two big moments you see her Mm -hmm. which in book seven which i love the one of uh her it's just (laughs) i love how neville describes it where you're like he knows he knows her his grandma yeah but just how they went the the Death Eaters are like ah you know what we they're trying to get to um, the Silver Trio mm-hmm. after the chaos that they caused at Hogwarts mm-hmm. during that seventh book mm-hmm. uh, and they had taken Luna Jenny they couldn't do with because she didn't come back which does say a lot that Neville stayed and that Gran was like yeah you're staying that's fine oh yeah Gran was totally <laughs> like no you're staying <laughs> yeah you're good <laughs> but when they went to mm-hmm. go get her they're like yeah I think I think they bit off more than they could chew yeah. she's not just a little old lady in the house she sent one of the Death Eaters to Mungo's yep. like, and escaped what? completely sent him to like, Mungo's and escaped like on the run so Gran is on the run and survives yes. on the run yes oh my gosh yeah as as an old lady by herself, get out of here, get out of yeah. here. Like when she and when you think about that, that is there's a lot to say there. Yeah, because the Potters, for example, are under like under heavy protection. Mm-hmm. They're in the yep. house. They're taking care of the kid. They're they're not going anywhere. They're in hiding. Yep. And James didn't even have his wand on him yep. when they. And now this could be that they're young. Yeah, that's in true. comparison to Grand, maybe yeah. Grand is just always ready for a coup. Yeah, maybe Who she's knows? just ready. Maybe <laughs> she's just like wand in the boob, like pull out, yeah. ready to go. It's <laughs> a yeah. lot for her to be so ready to put yeah. one in the hospital. Yeah, there's very few moments where you see people like, and, and Madame Pomfrey is not the only one who is an yeah. outside medic. Not canon, but it seems to be readily available that there are 
these kinds of nurses mm-hmm. who would be in the Ministry of Magic and, yeah. and, and things like that, like on-site nurses. Yeah. yeah. So for her to immediately put this guy in Mungo's, Yeah, like for him to be at St. Mungo's is huge. Like, I, I want to know what she did. We never find out what she yeah. did. No, we never find out what she did. We never find he out where return. she went. Yeah, she does He return. does survive. Yeah. He, he, he does survive. But, I mean, we... It's yeah. been months, yeah. so... Yeah, and Grant <laughs> survives being on the run, which is impressive in itself in this... Because yes. now everyone's looking for her. Like yeah. it, oh my know, gosh, yeah. They send, like, yeah, the lower-level like... Death Eaters, like, on that hunt, but you'd still have people but chasing you. Still. Yeah. Like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, and the, I think one of the most powerful moments for... Neville has, like, two very powerful moments in this book. And one of them is when he gets Nagini. But mm-hmm. uh, the the first one before that, which is a very powerful moment for Gran and where you see Gran coming full circle, mm-hmm. is her coming through the portrait hole. Yes. How she even figured that out is, like, I, beyond yeah. me. Who told but, her? Where, did, where was she? Like, no, where did she come from? Yep. Oh, who knows? Yep. But her coming through the portrait hole and immediately being so proud, I have to get out there mm-hmm. because my grandson is out there. Yeah. She's so ready. You just get the uh, feeling she's just so ready for this. It's all she's yeah. ever wanted. And then she gets yeah. to go battle alongside Neville. And-, and I love that she like comes late and like chats with the girls. She has like yeah. a girl chat yes. about like, mm, have you seen Neville? Have you seen him? Yeah. That's my grandson. Oh, <laughs> Harry, we, we can go. Great. I Deuces. gotta, okay, gotta go join, join the battle. Like, <laughs> like what? <laughs> she's so her. good. She's so good. I just, uh, I just love, I love yeah. that she had that moment with him, and and now he doesn't get to see that, but that is a very important moment that um, yeah. you can, you can pretty much believe that they had a, mm-hmm. a talk after, and yeah. that he knows this because if she is that proud that she is telling the first two people she sees in the room she gets to, yeah, <laughs> like you know she's telling everybody, yeah. So I love that for Neville. I love that for her, and yeah. I love that for their relationship. Yeah. Um, that, I just have a great image. Yeah. Of her in the middle of fighting, going like, "That's my grandson." <laughs> like, yeah, just, yeah, <laughs> but but not in the way that Molly Weezy says it, but in like a very oh, proud way yes. of like where he's with all of the potted plants that like, he's like yeah. throwing off with Professor yeah. Sprout. Like, yes, Neville, get it, curse that guy. <laughs> yeah, I really feel like she's probably <laughs> cheerleading him during the entire battle. Yes. that's all I want, <laughs> and it's now canon in my head that that's what yeah. happened with the vulture hat. Yes, with the yeah. vulture hat. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing yeah. oh grand we, uh, love her <laughs> yeah it's i i really enjoyed i'm really glad that we mm-hmm. deep dived into her yes yeah. that was a fun moment that i missed in my many rereads because mm-hmm. it's more of just like i said she's kind of like brushed aside so yeah. when you kind of dig into her you're like yeah yeah get it girl get what it. a mother-in-law yeah <laughs> like alice had a mother <laughs> her as a mother-in-law for a while a fierce mother-in-law yeah i can't Ooh. even imagine <laughs> uh. Now, going from one very proud and prideful mm-hmm. family to a, another very different proud yeah. and prideful proud. family. Yeah, proud. Very dark. Um, <laughs> yeah. So this is, we are heading now into the most noble and ancient house of oh, black. Oh, pretentious um, out the wazoo. From the they beginning. are so pretentious. <laughs> yeah. They, to give uh, a little a little bit of background, mm-hmm. um, they are your classic pretentious family. Yes. If you go back in their family line, which this is also the only 
family that you get mm-hmm. this is one of the only families where you get an official yes like tree uh tree mm-hmm. family tree i mean it's wallpaper yeah that you <laughs> like, can't take off <laughs> it's a tapestry you know yeah so you do get to fully see the whole family which is very interesting and you go mm-hmm. back and you see they reuse names constantly yeah and this is not unfamiliar in the wizarding world you do see you see the blacks use it where they re- reuse their first names a lot mm-hmm. and you also see the malfoys do that it's, it's lots of that you do see them that that uh, Ms. Black, Matriarch Black, yes. did uh, burn away people that mm-hmm. she did not like who had yes. left the family at some point or another, including Sirius. Yes. So uh, we meet her a little bit. So I just want to give a little backstory on yeah. how pretentious they are. They are very yeah. pure blood. They're very pro pure blood and have always been. Mm-hmm. They are almost exclusively housed in Slytherin. Mm-hmm. But regardless of if they are in Slytherin, there are examples of them not all being bad, which is why mm-hmm. some of them are blasted off the map. Yes. Um, but continuing with Mrs. Black. Mrs. Black and the portrait that cannot be unstuck from the wall. Yes. <laughs> which, what, yes. a, the what permanent a death sticking like, charm. charm. Like, how, that's, that's amazing that she did that, to look over and judge. Like, she just screams about <laughs> there being... Like non pure bloods in the house, like just <laughs> constantly screams anytime someone makes a noise in the hall. What a right, and you move. know, you know how bad she was. That creature, creature. Okay, yeah, this will be a very, very, very short side yeah. tangent. But Harry is sassy. Mm-hmm. When I tell you, I choked yep. listening, like reading some of Creature's comments. Yep. Oh yep. yes, I live to serve Master Sirius, but blah, 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 my blood's in the house and I hated Mrs. Black when yeah, I hated my master. My master. Like, like, <laughs> blah, like, like oh, just yeah. the stuff he said. Yeah. Like, this is what he grew up with this woman and yep. that is what he's like. Yeah. And that's a taste of what she was like is yeah. this portrait and mm-hmm. what she has left, mm-hmm. which is Creature who was around her her whole yep. life. What a lovely woman. Yes. To uh, raise yeah. three daughters. Ooh, three daughters blasted one of them off the family tapestry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yep. Andromeda, just for a quick, yes. quick thing on her, yeah. the middle child, she... Um, oh, the middle child. <laughs> yeah. And she is sorted into Slytherin, is a very... She's very skilled at magic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tonks mentions it. She did start dating Ted Tonks, mm-hmm. who was a... I'm not sure if he, I think he, he may have been a half blood or like a muggle born. Yeah. 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 Something like that. Um, yeah, I think he's a muggle of some kind. Yeah. A Hufflepuff. Uh, she she <laughs> goes much. off and leaves the family and marries this, this man and severs ties with the family and mm-hmm. has a daughter. Mm-hmm. She does keep the daughter's name within that constellation. Yes. Family line. Yeah. But. Other than that, we don't hear a lot about her. She is just blasted off the face of the earth. Yeah. Um, but it is interesting to think that a child in between such polarizing people as Bellatrix, Narcissa, mm-hmm. and their mother, that love overpowered that. Yeah, that she could even even be allowed to have her own thought of what she wants yeah. to do is pretty impressive. You do meet her. Yeah. At the the very the very last book, you do meet her and Ted. Mm-hmm. And she does show her strength at her uh healing yeah. powers. She is very good at that. You you can tell. You can tell she's a strong but yeah. they're they're all I mean, the blacks are strong yeah. magic users. They they have it yeah. very strong and, with them. And she puts so, herself directly in the path of she does. her sisters and the wrath of Voldemort. Mm-hmm. So or and lets her daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Let's her daughter be in that too. Yeah. Knows that she can hold her own. Mm-hmm. And she then goes on to raise Ted. 
Yeah. Raise, raise their kid. Yeah. Yes. Ted number two. Yeah. Baby kid. <laughs> so yeah, by herself, mind mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's she she is she's strong. We don't get her a bunch, but yeah. it has created a huge there's tons and tons of fan. Fan created uh films on YouTube, fan art and fanfic about the sisters. Yeah. And speaking of yes. sisters. Yes. I would love to go with our oldest and yes. most crazy. Yeah, little got a little bit of the crazy eyes. How's Wang, Ms. Miam? Something I thought was very cool about her mm-hmm. is that she's very intentionally not named when you meet her. Yes, I, I wrote down and I'm like, oh, these are, I know who this is so I can take notes on her, but you don't learn. No. You see her in a flashback in uh, in book four. And I love how she's described. You yes. know her already. You don't even know her name. You don't know how she's related to anybody. Yeah. But the way that she sits on that chained chair like mm-hmm. a throne yep. and tells them, yeah, send me to Azkaban. It will only be better for me Yeah, if you do that. He mm-hmm. will only think more highly of me when he frees us. Yeah. Oof. What a power yeah, like, can like, you imagine? She, yeah, she's, she's not afraid of anyone else no. but the Dark Lord. Like, yeah, that, no. Like, oh, absolutely not. She's yeah. afraid of no one but him. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's it's in, insane. Like, yeah, that trial is just absolutely insane. And how angry she ends up being at everyone who didn't go to Azkaban is yeah. fascinating. She's yeah. so mad. Like, you're you not, are not real. as devout as me. Yes. Get out of here. Yeah. You you're didn't fired. get tortured by dementors for him. Yeah. Like, it's <laughs> 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 very, um, uh, ma'am, are you in a cult? <laughs> <laughs> you think? Y'all got marks. <laughs> like, you're at, you know, yeah. The, the, the language used whenever she, she's around Voldemort is so disturbing to read yes. and it's so dark the kneeling and like kissing his feet and like the the yeah. begging and the it's and she does it the most yeah everybody does. does it to an extent but she yeah. is the extreme yeah she has drunk the kool-aid yeah completely and she's married yeah. like she's married uh mm-hmm. we don't really learn mm-hmm. much about him other than they are married he does go back to Azkaban. yes at the end of everything mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. and then when you physically get to meet her in real life Yes. This is so scary. Now, something that was a little different in the um, movies, now mm-hmm. that these characters are in the movies, so we can kind of yes. <laughs> play with that a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she, I get it, it's a short amount of time, and they cut out some things that related to her backstory. Mm-hmm. But there are some different things that I really wanted to get into, mm-hmm. in especially this particular movie. Mm-hmm. And something that is right on cue and and mm-hmm. that they are the same person is this she is loyal immediately and mocking Harry in that baby voice. She loves to toy oh, with people yeah. and I think Helena Bomb Carter does a phenomenal job mm-hmm. playing mm-hmm. with that. Yeah. She in the, she thinks at the ministry atrium. Yes. Mook five. Yeah. They're in the Department of Mysteries. Yes. Yeah. That's when she's mm-hmm. in the ministry. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mocking him right away. Like she yeah. doesn't even doesn't even give a thought. Yeah. She thinks it's funny that Harry starts giving instructions. Yeah. As, you know, oh, look at him instructing it's the children. Baby, yeah. Like. Which is very interesting mm-hmm. when you think about when she started following Voldemort. Yeah. Voldemort was not this scaly lizard man. Yeah. He was, he was a person. He was yeah. a young, yeah. a very young, handsome person. Yeah. 
Like he started the Death Eaters mm-hmm. when he was Harry's age at this point in the book. Mm-hmm. He was his fifth, sixth year and he started creating the Death Eaters. It's been so long yeah. that she doesn't remember that he started this as a child too. Yeah. But yeah, she thinks it's funny. It's just... Yeah. And then the, I love this line. I think she delivers it so well. Mm-hmm. And in the books that he knows how to play. Yeah. Is so... It's all a game. So, it's death all a game. And yeah, death and evil and curses and like every it's all a game to her yeah oh let's go tor- like torture the young one and grabs jenny yeah like what if we kill her for, or not kill her let's torture her or her yeah. words yeah she's playing verbally and mm-hmm. the only time when that stops which by the way she's ignoring lucius the whole time even though oh, lucius yeah. is like the head of this yeah, he's like trying to keep you, her under control yeah yeah good luck yeah. come on you know her yeah that's your sister-in-law you know her why yeah. did you why why mm-hmm. she should have been the leader because she's nuts and she will do whatever she wants and she does the point that she goes from verbally assaulting them to physically assaulting them is the moment that harry says lord voldemort and slings insults at him and that is where you dare speak his name shut your mouth yeah that's not fun anymore there's no yeah no it's mm -mm. she and for her to immediately curse neville with crucio oof the moment Mm. the moment she realized who he is yeah Devastating. Yeah. That was obvious. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Mm, she, long bottoms. Like, mm. She knows she made his parents go crazy. And yeah. this is just, oh. Makes, yeah. It just makes your skin yeah. crawl. Yeah. yeah. And that's when she she goes for the kids when in defense of, of Voldemort. And poor yeah. Lucius. Oh, this, is the, this is the one moment in the entire series yeah. where I felt bad for him. Yeah, for a moment. You're like, ooh. For like one moment, I'm like, ah, oh, sir, you choices were made and they were yeah. not the right ones. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. You think you can control her? Good luck. Good yep. luck. Like, <laughs> yep. So now something that I wanted to talk to you about mm-hmm. that is a big difference between the movie and the books. Yeah. Now in the movies, because right after this, the fight begins and mm-hmm. they're traveling and they're they're they get separated for a mm-hmm. bit, they come back, little mm-hmm. all that happens. Bellatrix, I mean, she is she is a baddie. Yeah. A baddie. She duels, she takes down Tonk, she yep. takes down Kingsley, she takes down Sirius. Yeah. She literally like yeah. one after the other. Yeah. And is just going for it. Mm-hmm. Something that I find very interesting that is not in the movies, that's mm-hmm. in the books, mm-hmm. is it is very clear what spells people are using. Yeah. Um, because uh, they have colors associated with mm-hmm. them. You have red used for stunning and any of those kind of mm-hmm. offensive spells. Mm-hmm. And you have green that is that famous. The killing curse. Of Avada. Avada Yeah. It's my favorite. I love that. <laughs> So she does not hit anyone and she does not use the killing curse. She actually does not hit Sirius with a killing curse. Mm -hmm. She hits him with a stun. Yeah. And then he collapses through the veil and that's what kills him. She also does not comment on it ever. Yeah. She never comments on killing Mm -hmm. Sirius. And I think there's two things about that that you can kind of unpack from that. And Mm -hmm. one of them is she much prefers the torture for sure because for sure, yeah. yeah her her knocking out tonks yeah like why wouldn't like, she kill tonks like that's it's yeah a no, this is fun yeah she, tonks gets to wake up yeah i'll do and it again. know that she was taken down <laughs> yeah by her aunt yeah and tonks had to go to mungo's yeah it was after bad. this is how yeah. bad that that she got her kingsley she knows that kingsley everybody knows he's, he's in all the media yeah he's protecting the the muggle prime minister yeah this is like so these he's going to wake up enemies of yeah. Voldemort, <laughs> right? And she, and he's going to wake up the next day and know 
that Bellatrix can take him. Yeah. And could have taken him. Yeah. And chose not to kill him. Like, yeah. what? 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 Yeah, like, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so that's like the first thing. Mm-hmm. And I love it. Like, we can continue to pack. Yeah. I just want to like yeah, say yeah. the two things before yeah, yeah, yeah. we like dive into that. Yeah. But the other thing is she did not intend to kill Sirius and never brings it up again in the books. Whereas in the movies, it's very, she's proud of it. She's very proud of it. And yeah. I get it because once again, they need to like build that mm-hmm. kind of craziness that you Quickly, get in the books that yeah. you don't get in the movie. Yeah. Um. So I didn't mind that. I think it worked for her. Yeah. And I think. The actress crushed it, mm-hmm. but she did not intend to kill him. And many times, like like Snape brings it up later, yeah. And she deflects mm-hmm. when when they bring up Sirius's death, yeah. You know, so it's so interesting. It's really interesting. What, what else do you think? I, I definitely think the torture. I think she much rather tortures than kills people. I think for sure. I think that's part mm-hmm. of why she doesn't just go around killing everyone like she probably should have if she doesn't want the Order of the Phoenix to be an issue in the future. Right, right. Uh, like, she like, could have easily taken yeah. out, like, a third of them right there. Yeah, like, maybe you <laughs> should think about how you handle yourself a little bit more. They do mention a couple times how, like, they're not killing or hurting or maiming Neville at the school because he's a pureblood. So there might be a respect for some purebloods where they don't want to kill them because it's a potential person. Yes, because there's not many of yeah. them and they need to keep who's what's left yeah. around. So it feels like they go easy on purebloods. Purely for keeping them around in a gross way. Yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, so I think that might be partially why she wouldn't want to kill Sirius. But I, I feel like there is – I mean, she grew up with a cousin. Like, he knew that house. It's not like they were distant cousins. It, it is interesting that there might still be a, cl- a clinging to that. Because she also yeah. – we find out her relationship with Narcissa is really interesting, too. When she mm-hmm. disagrees with not what Narcissa wants to do in the next book, yeah. So it well, and she knows Regulus, yeah. who was a Death Eater with them. Yeah, it, I I do think it's interesting that they choose to make her kill him in the movies, and I do get it. I I do think you have yes. to make her crazy very fast. Yeah, in the movies, it is fun yeah. to note that she didn't mean to kill him. Yeah, not upset by it. Like she doesn't. Mm-hmm. She's not like teary eyed or crying. No, she just it's anytime quiet. it's brought up, she moves on. Yeah. She's not going to, yeah. a statement. And mm-hmm. it's not like how she spoke later when you you hear in a meeting and she's groveling and, and mm-hmm. saying, oh my gosh, there is no greater honor than to work for you, mm-hmm. uh, to, to be mm-hmm. in service to you, mm-hmm. to like, yes, I would love to kill Tonks. Yeah, like that's when she um, tries to kill Tonks and when she actually gets the chance the next time. He had to yeah. tell her because yeah. she, and that's what's scary. He had yeah. to tell her to kill Tonks yeah. because she would prefer to torture them. Yeah. Which is oh. their own kind of crazy. <laughs> it's an own kind of creepy, evil. This. She's yeah. She had to have some kind of crazy to be in a Death Eater, but before she's, Azkaban. And then Azkaban no, probably like heightened it. Nobody, Maybe Azkaban like, didn't do he, anything. Maybe she was just that. I just, don't know. No, like and you yeah. could see from that moment where she where where Harry is so upset and he tries to crucio her. Yeah. And she gets hit, drops, and laughs. Oh yeah. That's ooh. That is terrifying you can yeah. feel your skin crawl yeah watching the scene play out yeah of her laughing and saying oh you you need to mean it yeah do you need a lesson and yep. does it right back what Blech! she and, yeah and that i think is another reason why she's such a powerful mm-hmm. witch is mm-hmm. that she does not 
half things. Yeah. Yeah. She puts her entire soul mm-hmm. into what she's doing. Mm-hmm. You see that with how she handles Voldemort. You see her with how she mm-hmm. attacks people and kills them. Like she did yeah. not need to torture the Longbottoms to insanity, but she's doing it. There is a power yeah. in having that much force behind yeah. your intentions. Yeah. Not only is she fully feels and does whatever she does, but she has no fear of death. So, like, that recklessness paired with yeah. <laughs> complete and utter, right. like, power towards She is more scared yeah. of disappointing oh, Voldemort. Yeah. Because, like, even at the end of, of book five when things are going down and he, like, takes her away. Yeah. She is terrified. Yeah. Yeah. Of what he's going to do to her. Because she knows she messed up. You do see later that he tortures her mm-hmm. for letting them get away at yep. Malfoy Manor and everything in, mm-hmm. in later books. She's scared of him, but mm-hmm. I think you're right. I don't think it's even scared that he will kill her. Yeah. I think it's it's scared of disappointing him. Yeah. Which is almost more gross. Oh, it's so <laughs> gross. Scared of being taken away from him, that he doesn't want her anymore. Like yeah. that she desperately wants to be blah, needed by him and everything to him. <laughs> yeah. Blah, blah, blah. So gross. <laughs> so gross. Um, which is why it's really interesting in book six. Where we get a side of her where she's calling Narcissa sissy and people call yeah. her Bella. Yeah. I was like not prepared for that when I first read it. Like book because they're sisters. Yeah, yeah. You 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 get the sister atmosphere because <laughs> mm-hmm. they're not together up yeah. until this point. This is the first time you see them interacting together. Yeah, it is interesting. It's very because, interesting. I mean, Bellatrix is a force. Yeah. When you see her in book six, she is mentioned first, and she immediately kills a fox because maybe it's an R. Yeah. But but there's still a sense of she still respects Narcissa, which is interesting to me mm-hmm. as her being the older sister and clearly the most powerful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She listens mm-hmm. to Narcissa. She spends the entire, that entire yeah. chapter running after her being like, what are you doing? Stop it. Yeah, don't like, do this. But doesn't like, stop her. Doesn't I don't stop trust her. Him. It's very She tries. Hurt. Yeah, she's very but, Yeah, she doesn't Narcissa, use her magic like, on her. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, Narcissa spells her, and yeah. she is super upset by that, but yeah. still goes in there with her. Yeah. So I don't know if there's like a protective aspect to her of like, okay, if you're going to do this with Snape, who I don't trust, then I'm yeah. going to be here too to make sure he doesn't like mess with you. Doesn't tell on um, her to Voldemort. No, like, she's she's uh, good at occupancy, mm-hmm. which we do learn later because she taught Draco. Yeah. She doesn't tell Voldemort about it, but she Voldemort knew Draco couldn't do it. Yeah. He literally tells Snape as much. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's like he did truly didn't care what. What happens to that? And it, what's interesting about their relationship that I thought was really cool reading it, because it, it happens very different in the movies. Mm-hmm. Bellatrix comes in guns blazing. Yes. She, you know, she comes in and is like immediately like, I don't trust you, Snape. And yeah. Snape's like, oh my gosh, this girl. Yeah. <laughs> as she, then don't as tell she me. rants. <laughs> yeah. She rants for yep. a super long time. And Narcissa just sits there and listens. Yep. She just like pulls herself together, lets it happen, chimes in in the defense of Lucius mm-hmm. real quick. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't let but, her talk um, bad about Lucius. No, 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 Because mm-hmm. that was entirely her fault. And like, yeah. Narcissa knows that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's her, it's, it's Bellatrix's fault that Lucius yeah. is, is in Azkaban right now. Yeah. But their relationship of her waiting for Bella to get it all out yeah. before she's like, okay, now it's my turn. My turn. Yep. Then for Bella to see, for Bellatrix to see Narcissa, in in the movies, she does do a great job. It's not as dramatic as it is in the books. Mm -hmm. In the books, she's literally on her knees, tear-stained, begging Snape 
to save Draco's life. That is yeah. how much the stakes are so high. She loves yeah. Draco so much. Yeah. She will do anything. Yeah. And in this moment, Bellatrix kind of watches that happen. Yeah. She doesn't try to stop her from revealing anything when she sees Narcissa in full sob saying, My only yeah, son. Because, right. She has the moments of like, don't tell him. Yeah. But then Snape's like, I already know. And she's like, excuse you? Because, yeah. of course, Bella's like, I'm number one Death Eater. What do you mean? Yes. You can't yeah, there's know. There's like a little I'm bit of like, one. oh, my God. Yeah, there's some jealousy it's going mean. back and forth of who's <laughs> yeah. Voldemort's favorite. I went to Azkaban. Yeah. You didn't. Like, yeah. literally, she <laughs> brings up her state yes. Azkaban. Like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? Yeah. There's some pettiness <laughs> going on in this moment. <laughs> yeah. She, but yeah, uh, she's Superman. Yeah, Superman that he does the deal. But once, and, and she does bring up that she's like, well, Draco seems really proud to do it. He should be. Yeah, he should he be seems proud. eager to do it. Yeah. Uh, but once Narcissa is on the ground sobbing, yeah. begging Snape to do something about it, Bella lets it happen. And something yeah. that I do prefer in the books, I I like how they did it in the movie, and I understand why they did it in the movie. In the movie, Bellatrix brings up the Unbreakable Vow. Seems very in character. Yeah. I didn't mind that, and it's very yeah. cool. And she's super excited, and you see her eyes darting from the two to two, and be like, yeah. ah, "What's happening? Yes, ha, yeah. like I've got him now, ha, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> um, which is cool." But in the books, mm-hmm. she is surprised. Yeah, she's shocked. By, and this is we don't see this. Yeah. in her literally ever yeah there's no moments of there's her being upset there's her being concerned over over sissy but there is not a moment of shock where snape literally needs to tell her to take out her wand because she's not ready she's like like, do the bond like let's get it it's yeah you see her completely in shock and that narcissa demands it and she demands like it's really powerful because narcissa demanded it and that's i i am sad that she didn't get to do that in the movie because it just shows how serious yeah and seeing mm-hmm. Bella shocked by it just shows how serious the Unbreakable Vow is. Yes. Seeing it makes her it shock very it. powerful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she, Bellatrix does not, in the books, correct me if I'm wrong, because I had a question mark on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She doesn't get to go to the battle at the end of book six, where Dumbledore is killed. Uh, no, she is not there because she is being punished. That's like, that's interesting also- <laughs> to me. That, that she doesn't get to be a part of this. That, like, last time she was a part of it, yeah, it she's fell not there. apart. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she does come back later to yes. to prove her worth. You yeah. see her at the beginning of book seven, mm-hmm. where I, I mentioned earlier that there's no higher pleasure. And she really went hard for them as Tonks yep. describes. Yes. And you see her at the battle as well, mm-hmm. going going for everybody. Something that I did not like in the movies mm-hmm. at all. This I do not understand this choice. I did not like it. Yeah. You do have that lovely moment of not my daughter. And Bellatrix is almost always described as like fighting like multiple people at once yeah. because, of course, like you have to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, like she's just that strong. Yeah. But her death, I do not like in the movies yeah. because the whole point is that Bellatrix is strong. Mm-hmm. She is probably one of the strongest witches in the series yeah. that we see mm-hmm. battle wise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and the whole point is that Molly Weasley kills her. And she is a regular person. She is a body that hits the floor. Yeah, yeah. The smoke, the the smoke with the death. When she disappears, make any sense? Because it, it just happens to those two. Yeah, they both disintegrate, and I don't like that because the either. whole point is Voldy's trying to escape death. Yeah, and even he, in the end, is just a body on the ground. Yeah, and I did not like how they did it with Bellatrix because I yeah. think it's more satisfying. Yeah, when you see her collapse and there she is, it's and there's a, proof yeah. that she is not there. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. And you get a little bit of her 
she's trying to kill Tonks, you get her with the sword torturing Hermione, terrified yes, about yes. the vault break-in, yeah. uh, losing her wand. Yeah, that's where she gets tortured, like we had mentioned before, yeah. um, after the incident at Malfoy Manor. Mm-hmm. Something fun about this moment, a couple of things happened when they filmed that moment in mm-hmm. uh, Malfoy Manor where they were torturing her. Mm-hmm. The director told Helena Bob Carter to let loose and do whatever she wanted. Mm-hmm. Emma Watson heard that and started scared because obviously when you're t- when Helena Bomb Carter yeah. is told be as crazy as you can like that like, already that statement that in and of itself is <laughs> yeah. is scary. She screamed so loud and so much that the three boys who play Harry, Ron, and Draco mm-hmm. thought that she was being physically injured. And Emma Watson did. She Emma Watson mm-hmm. yes. And after that, she could not be in the same room as Helena Bomb Carter. Mm-hmm. And Helena Bomb Carter felt terrible yeah like that's filming that scene after that they had like take take time yeah because it was it was so raw for mm-hmm. everybody involved mm-hmm. i mean obviously Helena Bonham carter is very yeah. human and yeah. that is the appropriate reaction yeah to to doing that it to makes, ask it makes are you okay feel better <laughs> about them doing that moment if yes. both parties were like you know what but everybody was like what let's let's um, take a moment <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So to be in that headspace of how absolutely insane Bellatrix is yeah. is yeah. is a crazy time, guys. Yeah. It is a crazy time. And it's absolutely terrifying <laughs> as I've seen. Yeah. All in all, I think the the Black Sisters overall were cast really, really well. Yeah. Let's get to Narcissa. Narcissa. I know we talked about her quite a bit already, and there's a little bit outside of those mm-hmm. those moments, but we do hear about her in book one because yes. she's sending Malfoy sweets. Yes. We first see her in book four mm-hmm. where she's at the Quidditch tournament. And yep. I love that she's described as blonde, tall, slim, and like nice looking, like she's beautiful. Yeah. But has this like sour expression. Yeah. <laughs> like she's pretty, but up, like it was like an upturned like, nose. Mm, like, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We also find out there that she didn't want Draco to go to Durmstrang yeah. um, and debated with Lucius about it because, and she won the debate. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she did. We love a strong woman and she wanted him close to her yeah which is why she continues to send draco sweets so basically like cakes and sweets but i'm like man yep. she loves that kid yes so much. he is her whole life <laughs> yeah like she will do anything for him which yep. you do see mm-hmm. she is mentioned in book five yeah when creature finagles the rules just enough yeah to be able to go there yeah and speak with narcissa mm-hmm. or sissy as he also calls her yeah to finagle all those ways to lure harry yeah into the ministry. the ministry. Yeah. Nurse is very interesting to me because she is very much for herself. I think she is a excellent example of a Slytherin. Yeah. Because she is not a Death Eater. No. She was never a Death Eater. Yeah. She is in it for herself mm-hmm. and those she loves. Mm-hmm. And yes, she will do all the things yeah. to be successful. You, she knows yeah. Lucius has this meeting. She will she will tell Creature everything to give him that advantage. Yeah. But the instant things go sour. Mm-hmm. She is one of the only people to successfully lie. Yeah. Lie to the Dark Lord. Yeah. Well, you never see to her. To his yeah, The fact that she's not a Death Eater is fascinating She's to there me. the whole time. Yes. Because like, they're, I mean, the Death Eaters were a lot. Not yeah. everybody had the Dark Mark. Yeah. They had a huge, it was just the important ones that were at those meetings. Yeah. And she was one of them who was there the whole time. Yeah. But never officially a death eater. Yeah, that's yeah. Which how'd she finagle that man? I, like, the, the, how is she not pressured into? How is how is that allowed? Like that's I don't. It's uh-huh. fascinating to me that she is and, protected and, enough right. to not have and to maybe, be one. But, right, and maybe like 
Voldemort didn't even consider it because he already had Lucius yeah. had control over Draco and has control over Bella. Yeah. Fascinating. Ooh, it's yeah. She doesn't go on any of the missions yeah. because she's not a Death Eater. Yeah. She doesn't do any of that. I know we talked about this this devastating scene for her mm-hmm. going to get Draco because mm-hmm. that moment when Lucius is put into Azkaban, yeah. that is the moment where she is like, this I'm, is yeah. this is not the game we're playing right now. Yeah, this, well, is, this is threatening my son. Azkaban, her son is now mm-hmm. given a death sentence. Because she yeah, knows, she's absolutely like, not. she knows, she knows this is a punishment. This was not like, Voldemort does yeah. not expect him to succeed. And she, right. I wrote down the quote, there is nothing I wouldn't do anymore. Yes. And I was like. Yes, I did too. That's so good. <laughs> she's, like, just, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and when she meets the the boys in Madame Malkin's yeah. and, and is like, if you, if you curse him, like that is the last thing you will do. And she does not Ooh, bulk no. like her sister does. Mm-hmm. Her sister takes the bait left and right. Yeah. Narcissa is used to this nonsense. Yeah. She deals with this all the time. Yep. From literally Lord Voldemort. Yeah. So yeah. she she just takes it, gives it right back tenfold, mm-hmm. and walks away. We've never seen her fight anyone in the entire series. But as soon no, as they threaten her in the shop, she's like, Want me to? Yeah, well, bring it. That'll be last thing like, I'll literally like, kill you for him. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, like it's yeah, it's amazing. It's such a her power is so subtle and it's very impressive and it's so opposite of what Bellatrix is. Bellatrix is everywhere yes. in your face and she is just calm mm-hmm. and quiet. And yeah. it's terrifying. Yeah. She, um, I also love that she's as tall as Harry. Yeah, she's she's a very tall woman. I love that she looks she, right into his eyes. Yeah. She doesn't bulk. She is, yeah, like, I'm scared of you. Like, uh, like it's, yeah. <laughs> um, Dumbledore won't be always be there to save you. Yeah. She says, knowing that Dumbledore will be dead by the end of the year. Yeah. Oof. I love that she also gets super protective of Draco as far as, like, he tra- has to, like, slither out of her view yeah. to get away he from He literally her. does not tell her yeah. about any of his plans because yeah. he knows how protective she is of yeah. him. Helicoptering him yeah. right now because... Yeah. Terrified. She's got to be absolutely terrified. Right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. This might be the last time, which I'm sure is why she took him and went with him to Madame Malkin's. She, yeah. Like, this is – she wants to protect him and also these are potentially the last moments she has with him. Yeah. Yeah. And, gosh, she's she's so strong. The fact that she – and I know we mentioned this, how she's straight back. She takes it from, from Voldemort mm-hmm. and everything. Um, But her – her putting her hand onto uh, Lucius and not even looking at him. Mm-hmm. And that's what gets him to relinquish his wand. Yeah. To, it's played out as if Lucian holds all the cards. He doesn't. Yeah. Or Lu- Lucian Lucius. Lu- yeah. Lucius. Yeah. I always want to say Luscious. <laughs> which is, <laughs> well, I mean, his locks. You know, Luscious like- Lucius, <laughs> let's be real. He was a very handsome man. He was a very okay. Handsome man for that role. Yes. Luscious yes. Lucius. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, but like, She's the one who holds all the cards. Yeah. And you do see that. It's Harry is saved by a mother's love again. Again. At the end of this series. Yeah. And that is by – and it's it's done so well mm-hmm. in both the book and the movie. Her bending down. And when I remember reading this when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and it did come out when I was older. Mm-hmm. But still, like, I remember reading it, and I had to read that a few times to to, to fully understand what she meant. Yeah. Because she doesn't explain herself. Yeah. She walks up to him and says, is Draco alive? Is Draco in the castle? Is Draco alive? Yeah. And when he nods yes, she stands up and says dead and confirms that he's dead. She does not explain her motives. She does not explain everything. And she could have let him die there because she still knows that Draco's alive. Yeah. But she made that choice because the moment that Voldemort put Draco at risk was the moment that he was written off her books. Oh, yeah. 
But yeah, th- this is one of the biggest. And that F- was the you. most dangerous yeah, thing this, he did. This is the biggest F- thing she can ever oh. do to him. And two, <laughs> she can go straight into Hogwarts now because they think they're victorious. Yes. Like it's. Yes. It's such a good F you to Voldemort while still getting what she wants. Uh, yeah, I just wrote all capitals rereading this, just going, she lies to the Dark Lord. <laughs> she lies. The Dark Lord who can read, read minds. minds. Like either she's really skilled at Occlumency too. If I said that right, I have no idea if I did. Uh, uh, yeah, Occlumency. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, I think it's a combination. I think yeah. I think you're right. I think it's part of Occlumency, but it's also I think it's a little bit in his faults because he is so confident oh, in the himself hubris. Yeah. that he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't see. He does that time and time again. Yeah, he does it with creature. Yeah, and many other times. But I think it's a combination of yeah. her confidence, mm-hmm. her Occlumency, and his just yeah big head yeah that it all the fates align yeah. and you kind of love that for her mm-hmm. when and i didn't mind how they did it in the, in the movies versus the books mm-hmm. i think it worked out perfect in both ways yeah in the movies they you you see her take draco and run mm-hmm. <laughs> like her and her and, and like lucius is like trailing behind yeah. and she's just like 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 she's like kind of like fuck you like you yeah, did yeah, this yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah right like i'm like, gonna take my son bringing, and leave if you're coming great uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the saving him. But in the in the books, like I love that thought of you see them mm-hmm. running through a battle. Yeah. Like Voldemort and Bellatrix are still going for it. Yeah. And they are avoiding the battle at all costs, looking for their son. And yeah. then at the end you see them awkwardly sitting together. Not knowing what to do, but like Not knowing what to do. Yeah. Not knowing if they belong. Yeah. But they're the family unit. And yeah. that's what she wants. And I do love mm-hmm. love that for her that she does get Draco in the end yeah. and that she makes that happen. Yeah. Yeah. Oof, and she's, the, yeah. the biggest mistake he made yeah. was asking Narcissa to check Harry. Yeah. I think that's, yeah. I have all the people to ask. Why wouldn't you ask Bellatrix? Like that's, why would you ask Narcissa? It's just so yeah. perfect. Uh-huh. It's so perfect. Yeah, her and, going up and doing that. <sighs> and this is like a tangent, but still in the books is... Yeah. I love that she has albino peacocks. It's a very specific uh-huh. thing uh-huh. for the estate. Like, it's that purity. Very full of themselves. It's very that pretentiousness that they have albino mm-hmm. peacocks mm-hmm. roaming the mm-hmm. estate. And how pissed. You get little ideas that she is just absolutely pissed that they are at her house. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that they are in oh, yeah. her space. And she doesn't they, yeah, not they like are invading her, her safety. Yeah. Yeah. I mm-hmm. think that's so interesting, too, that she's been pushed to the limit about, like, the world she yeah. has created and not wanting to be a part of the Death Eaters. And now they're invading her family. There's a person mm-hmm. hanging above her dining room table, and she tries to make sure Draco, like, keeps calm about it because he knew that teacher. Like, it's mm. – she has to keep so much together and averts Gosh. gazing at Voldemort, which I think is, like – And a- her, her – he does. she doesn't even look at her husband. Yeah. She looks at no one. Yeah. That she does, she has to keep it together so much just to survive. Like her survival instincts are amazing. That's the Slytherin in her, man. Yeah, she it, is so she strong. Knows how, yeah, in that she knows aspect. how to get through it, and it's she plays a long game to get Draco back. And it's yeah, it's yeah. Whew, she's, she's I yeah love her. Yeah, and she's very very underrated. Yeah, um, and she's not in almost any of the movies. She's only in yeah. in three of them. But it does make sense. She's not in. You gotta cut the, something. The books yeah. either, but yeah, she is. She is very, very cool. Yeah. And to wrap up our final relative of the black family, mm-hmm. we have Tonks. Yes. Formally named Andromeda or not? Nymphadora. Sorry, I say that's her mom. Yeah, Nymphadora, yeah, yeah. Nymphadora Tonks. There's a Hufflepuff mm-hmm. 
And we don't meet her until book five. She has sparked lots and lots of debate mm-hmm. and headcanons, but she's so fun. Yeah. And I, I love her and I am sad of what she could have been. Yeah. Um, I get because very frustrated. Because she starts yeah. so strong. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, you, you meet her book five. She has bright violet hair. Yeah. She's like rolling her eyes at like the scariest aura in the room. Yeah, and I like, love that relationship. Her and Moody's yeah, relationship is he great. He trained her. Yeah, it was her, his protege. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, she, you do see in the books, she's the one who questions Moody when, like, yep. uh, of anyone. And like, and she's yeah. taken seriously. She keeps him on track. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, she's taken yes. seriously when she brings up stuff, and she's like the young one of the group. She's very spunky. Mm-hmm. She's so clumsy. Yeah. Her clumsiness. She did not ugh. get into and self aware about her clumsiness. Yeah, like so self aware yeah. about her clumsiness, and like she gets into the oars not based on aptitude. No, like it's no. like she states she like she's not dumb. No, but like she states she's like ah uh, metamorphagus, metamorphagus, yeah, metamorphagus, yeah. Like, that's how she got in. Yeah. Which she plays with a ton in the books and the movie, which is so fun to see. Yeah. And it's like this big, bright light Mm -hmm. in this moment of introducing. Yeah. No, it's super nice to have her. Mm -hmm. And she's great. You you see all sorts of fun fun things with her. And we mentioned things about her talking about uh, her mother and, and, and such. Something that I wanted to say right away is she hates the name Nymphadora. Yeah. And now something that uh, especially, okay, at the time... When it was written, yes, uh, things were not as well thought out. Mm. And I'm sure at the time, it was like, ooh, this would be like a funny quirk we'll give her. Yeah. But now in this day and age, this feels very much like dead naming. Mm. Dead naming is disrespectful at best mm-hmm. and is harmful at worst. Mm-hmm. So it, in this day and age, that is frustrating mm-hmm. that people keep essentially dead naming her. She yeah. has said multiple times, and is very adamant about it and gets very frustrated. So why aren't you respecting her enough to yeah. just call her Tonks? Yeah. I do not like that when Dumbledore calls her Nymphadora, that she's like, oh, yeah, it's fine. That that rubbed me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Like some people call her Dora, which is, which is fine. I like Dora. Like, yeah, that's a fun like nickname. That works. Yeah. And she, yeah, it's a nickname that that works for her. But I I don't like the the dead naming it seems yeah. just not needed and that that i that i think just didn't age well you know i think it was put in as more of like just a funny like quirk that yeah, like, like a fun quirk where she gets to be like no but, my name's Tom. like i think that's the it's supposed to be yeah. like a bit but now and it just did not yeah now it did it, not age well you see it and go no she's asking you to call her talks call her yeah Tom. this is disrespectful can you yeah. stop yeah, and you yeah, do get the sense just... like it, it's it's her separating herself from the black tradition. Nymphadora mm-hmm. feels so much like a a name of the black household. Yeah, yeah. Her, her dad's name is in Ted, that lineage. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, he's so yeah. bland yeah. in the best way. Yeah, like it's. Yeah. I, I, I feel like Tonks <sighs> Tonks grabs her to her dad's lineage, not her mom's, and I feel They're like. Both- they're both Hufflepuffs. Yeah. I love that for her. There's lots mm-hmm. of things for her going off of that dead naming. There's lots of things where she mm-hmm. is trans in in lots of headcanons. Mm-hmm. The biggest headcanon is where was our lovely lesbian Tonks that we all knew she was? Oh, where yeah. is that yeah. Tonks? Where is she? She could, I mean, is she? Yeah, there's what's so interesting about her ability is that she can transform <laughs> and like the indications of that just feel like she could be gender. 
fluid. She could like it just feels like it could she, be so, so cool. many opportunities. Yeah, and they're like, no, no, marry the werewolf. Oh crap! Well, yeah. But that's a, it. Felt oh, that's crap. A, I read just read Wolfstar. Let's put let's and then no, no. People think she's a lesbian. Let's let's put them yeah. together. That'll work. Yeah, it's what? that's one of the most frustrating things about to me about Tong Sark, and we've talked about this before. Podcast, yes, like that oh, she. Gosh. She's this bright light. She's this really great character. And then in book six, she becomes depressed. And it it felt mm-hmm. so forced to make her fall in love with Lupin. Everyone thought Lupin was not straight. Everyone reading Everyone. the books. The director, <laughs> director and did, the, actor the actor did. In the third movie, <laughs> yeah. we're all like, oh, yeah, this reads. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it's super frustrating. And it felt it does feel forced because in book six, you think as she is. I know we've talked a lot about yeah. her. We've covered almost everything from book five. Yeah. Just chatting and then talking about the other things in the duel yeah. and everything. Yeah. Um, oh, something we didn't mention, though, real quick before we mm-hmm. keep going is her relationship with Jenny, I think is amazing. Yeah, I love her relationship I think, with Jenny. I think Jenny. they are. I think they mm-hmm. they are like Jenny looks at her as like the sister she could have had. Yeah, I love that she um, teaches her about like how to test for charms. I love oh, that she yeah. entertains her and Hermione. I like that she hugs she hugs Hermione and Jenny very specifically when she mm-hmm. helps escort them to the train. Yeah, like it, it's a really cool like older sister yeah. character for those two. Who's silly? Like yeah. Jenny doesn't get. Mm-hmm. She's only been around ridiculous boys. Yeah, she hasn't been around silly outgoing girls. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what she's like. Yeah. So it's fun to see. I really like that Tonks relationship. There. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's so cool. I love that for both of them. Yeah. Um, but like you said, going into book six, mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense because at the beginning you're like, oh my gosh, she is devastated mm-hmm. over Sirius. Yeah. She's devastated. She thinks it's her fault because yeah. she fell to Bellatrix and yeah. then Bellatrix immediately killed him after that. Yeah. So she is feeling so terrible and you feel bad for her. She can't be that upset, which is the first indicator that it's not serious. Yeah. yeah. Because she can still make a Patronus. Yeah. She can still make a Patronus. She can think happy thoughts. It will note that George cannot make a Patronus. Oh. It is said that he cannot make one after Fred That makes sense. Yeah. So for her Mm -hmm. to still be able to make one right after while she's still this sad leads me to believe that it was never about Sirius. Well, that it was that this drama yeah. moment was always about yeah. Lupin yeah. It's, and wanting him to just love her because she loves him. Well, her it whole, just feels weird. Her whole role in six, it's written well to like kind of try and lead you this way and know something else is up. So yes. I like it's written and then there's the twist. Yeah. It's it's written well, in a like actually quite well of how it's revealed in things and how you get the messy ha- the brown hair and you see the spark gone and things like that. She, yeah, she's letting herself yeah. go. But the reason why it feels even more forced is because after they get together, and I, I'm jumping a little bit, but like to finish up like this thought. No, you're fine. After they get together, yeah, yeah, she's please. described as super happy and Lupin is described as always miserable. So if you're going to force them together, yeah. make them happy together. <laughs> like that's what I don't understand. Right? <laughs> like it's, it's, <sighs> it's the difference between being miserable and being worried because you're a werewolf. Like he was miserable. Yeah. Every time you saw him. Yeah. So, like, that's what made it feel even, like, you had to know they didn't fit because you made him no, miserable. she made Lupin a bad dad, yeah. which in normal circumstances, he would not be a yeah. bad so dad. That's what, like, when I tell you yeah. ugh, the amount of fanfic yeah. of Wolfstar yeah. finding the baby and raising him, like, no, yeah. no. So, yeah. yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. That makes no sense. Yeah. It it was... Look. Yeah, her whole role in book um, six was this arc. And I just wonder if you... If you didn't, if if the author did not feel the need to force this heterosexual relationship, 
what could have happened. What could Tonks have been in so book many six? <laughs> she still could have been upset. But she could like I don't know I I mm-hmm. she completely we missed the clumsiness. Oh yes, we be missed, upset over serious, yeah, please. But we missed the clumsiness. We missed the like light, the helpfulness to Harry. Because every time Harry saw her, no. she was miserable. Like it. Yeah, yeah. We just we didn't get she, the yeah. in book six. No, it wasn't her at all. It was a suddenly she's yeah. she can't even morph is how yeah. upset she is. Yeah. And Lupin, it does say that Lupin tries to turn her around. Mm-hmm. So is that this weird thing of like? Okay, was she upset? And then Lupin was like, also obviously upset because his yeah. best friend just died that yeah. he didn't realize was a good guy yeah. until very recently. It's a lot of stuff okay. to go through. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you think they found solace in each other of like grieving together? Mm-hmm. And that was where the moment turned. And she yeah. was like, oh, yeah, I just want to be with you. And he's like, you don't understand the ramifications yeah. of being with yeah. me. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 You know? Yeah. And it just, like you said, it feels very forced. I don't like. Yeah. That suddenly at the funeral, she's holding his hand and she's like bright pink hair. Like, well, yeah, that's it. It you don't see them coming together. You just see her at the beginning of book six upset, and you don't know yeah. why. You don't see no. her like, and I, yeah. It, and I get why they changed. They there's a lot of things that she does in book six that they give to, to Luna, um, like finding mm-hmm. him on the train mm-hmm. and things like that. Yeah. They give those moments to Luna in the movies, mm-hmm. and I get it because it's weird in the books. Yeah. I yeah. um, and to have the big it, explosion at the end of the book, like in the middle of, like I want to be like, don't take the moment from Phil and Fleur. Like this is their yeah. moment. Now you're like Come you're on. gonna turn on Lupin and take the moment and yell at him about like I love you and see that you can mm. be in love. I'm like this is not about you. <laughs> and it's just weird. It's it so just weird. was weird. It's so it was weird. it just it was so forced. It was yeah. so oh no, Wolfstar stuff is being written. I better yeah. stop it. Stuff that was coming out, and then she wrote this book, and yeah. I felt like a very specific response <laughs> to yes. all of that oh, stuff. Oh, yes. Yeah. I, like, the fandom as a whole is like, I, you did this because of this. Yeah. Which, which is why I keep repeating it, because it's yeah. like, it's just frustrating. Yeah. It's just, it's just yeah. frustrating, because yeah. that's obviously, whatever. Yeah. Um, Book seven, I think yes. it does totally check out that she would get pregnant. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the pregnancy was pr- on purpose. I, I could totally read that as being like on accident. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Just enjoying their time yeah. while they can. Yeah. And then, oops. In a quiet, uh, quiet wedding, wedded bliss. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I totally, totally get her coming to the battle. Yeah. Like, oh, had yeah. a baby a couple months later and goes, mm, you're leaving me behind? <laughs> yeah, right. Sure you are. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it it felt really right that she was there. I, I do enjoy that we get to meet her parents. In, in book seven and that, that she ends up yep. with her mom when she's pregnant and being able to take care of her mom too because her dad dies in this book. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. He mom, runs. You yeah. see him yeah. in He has running. to run, yeah, because of the snatchers. And so like he runs mm-hmm. so they don't even get to spend his last time with him. Like that's... Potentially Dean does. Yeah. Yeah. Potentially Dean watches him die. It's, it's terrifying. And to think that you're not only pregnant but like you're pregnant in the middle of a war with your dad on the run and your like a husband yeah. running off to help the order but you can't and you don't know what your son's gonna be like yeah yeah it's a lot of terrifying werewolf. things yeah hmm? says a lot about her yeah. that she and not in a bad way no no that no, no. she joins this battle it yeah. is devastating when they both die yeah um i also felt like that was very like mm, we just need to get rid of them um yeah. it was it you know yeah and her family gets sad tortured. about it but her, yeah, her family gets tortured because they want to know where Harry is. So like her family goes gosh. through a lot in book seven and 
She's in tears mm-hmm. when Moody dies because her mentor dies in this yeah. book. She loses a lot yeah. of people and her life in this book. Like, she loses her mentor. She loses her father. Sucks. Like, <laughs> yeah. This character had such a potential to be such a fun, bright light in this book as someone who is yeah. still manages to find that joy. That people could see themselves in. Yeah. She could have been so open. Yeah. And of course, you know, the fandom has taken the kids and run yeah. um, and made her what we all want yeah. her to be. But it just sucks that her chapter was closed so abruptly in the books. Yeah. Because, like you said, like, yeah. she could have only gone up from there. Yeah. Instead it, of being it could have been so closed cool. on book six. Yeah. It, I, I think she her, her potential was squashed when she was forced into that arc. Mm-hmm. You get a little bit more of her brightness in book seven, even though Lupin is distressed. And you got to believe yeah. that she's frustrated as heck to not be able to do anything while she's pregnant. Like, that's got to be oh, so oh my gosh, frustrating yeah. for her. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Doing puzzle. Like, what, like she's. <laughs> yeah, what does she do? Yeah. What does she do? <laughs> so it's 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 a Poor frustrating thing. character because I, I we have so much potential to love her. Yes. And yeah. we do. But we love oh, yeah. we love the version yeah. of her. We kind of met in book five. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We love book five tonks. Mm-hmm. Um. I think she's a very strong-willed character. Mm-hmm. She is a really great depiction of a of a very loyal mm-hmm. and heart on her sleeve Hufflepuff. Yeah, but doesn't make her any less weak. She has a lot of very strong um, yeah. quirks. Mm-hmm. She's a great character, and yeah. I love what the fandom has done with her because yeah. that is what we all want her to be. I think yes. in the movies they did a great job of doing yeah. their best yeah. with what they were given. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, the actress did a great job. Mm-hmm. We we had we had quite the ladies to talk about. Today. We did. They were all just fascinating in their own ways and very different and yeah, all powerful in very different ways, which is yes. always fun to talk about because strong can be overused. So it's it's fun to talk about the yeah. different ways in which strong can be. I agree. Interpreted. There's a lot yeah. of resilience. I love the word resilience. Yes. All these women yes. are very resilient in their own ways. Um, yes. So it's it's a fun. It was a fun. It's a fun thing to talk about the long bottoms and the the ancient and noble house of black. Yes. Today. <laughs> so full of themselves. Oh yes, and their <laughs> albino peacocks just roaming about the manor. Oh my gosh! Yeah. It's a Malfoy manor. Yep. I love it. My goodness. <laughs> anyway. Yes. Thank you so much mm-hmm. for tuning in. Um, we hope you guys enjoyed, and we can't just wait to see you for the next one. Yes. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Damsels in Dialogue. Tune in next week as we travel once again to the corridors of Hogwarts, but this time discuss its wonderful witchy teachers and a few magical occupants. If you enjoyed listening today, we'd love to have you subscribe to this podcast and share with friends. If you really enjoyed our discussion, you can find more behind-the-scenes content, a peek at our research notes, and even entire bonus episodes on Patreon. Each month, we release a full after-hours episode where we will discuss each movie adaptation and don't hold back. You can reach us on social media. Links to all our platforms can be found in our About section. Until next time, this has been Dances and Dialogue. Have a nice day. And fuck turfs. This episode was sponsored by Z-Bomb Shop Creations. You can find them on Etsy and Instagram at Z-Bomb Shop Creations. Damsels and Dialogue is produced by Hello Out There Audio, part of Hello Out There Productions. 